Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Under the Ring podcast. It's me, your boy, Kenny the Silver, back and forth, Anderson, your world television champion. I don't give a fuck no, with nobody no, else. No, I don't no, give a fuck what y'all say. No, don't care what y'all no, say. Don't care what y'all say. We're we, we, we going to do this again? We gonna no. Like I said. Joining me as usual, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for our producer, the man, our boy, Sleepy F. Wheezy, Mr. O2, Mongol, The Sleeps. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be an interesting show there wasn't a lot of news but uh we got a fun little game we're gonna do tonight and we're gonna yell at each other for about two hours Close uh, to it. maybe i should have taken away kenny's powers before this because he's gonna kick all three of us i'm sure if uh oh more a than certain likely. person makes these lists we'll, we'll see we'll more see. than likely it, the minute i hear the name you're getting kicked off <laughs> Joining us also from Louisville, Kentucky. He is the only man to ever hold the IC title. He is Maddie Bishop. See? See? <laughs> See? That's some bullshit. <laughs> See? The, 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 don't show it. The minute you show it, the minute it goes. <laughs> <laughs> we got Batty Bishop joining us. What's up, Matt? What's up, y'all? Then got a haircut, started my new job. I'm tired, but I'm ready to talk some wrestling. So let's go. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. And joining us from the Boogie Down, the captain of our street team, El General Tito. Flex Daddy Magic. Say what's up, Tito. What's going on, boys? No, we haven't had this week. So... About to say we haven't had you on for a while. What's going on, Reggie? Uh, this week no, is no going to be this week, baby. <laughs> this week, uh, we're gonna try to get some sponsors if we can. I don't know if you can see this motherfucker, but I'm drinking Voodoo Ranger IPA. Pretty damn good. That is good. <laughs> And I'm drinking Great Lakes. They're up in Cleveland, Ohio. Oktoberfest. It is Oktoberfest season. Oh, yes. Biz, 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 folks. Biz. I'm I'm all right. I'm drinking some some orange juice with extra pulp from uh, Costco. (laughs) Extra pulp? Are you chewing your orange juice? Like, what the hell? All right, let's get into some news. Honestly, with extra pole, right? Like you chewing it, you 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 pretty much drinking an orange Starburst right now. That's what you doing. <laughs> let's get into some wrestling news. There really wasn't much wrestling news besides the fact that none of the people who were involved in the AEW backstage incident have a clear cut time frame on how long their suspension is. Um, people, Christopher Daniels, um, Pat Buck, Kenny, Pat Buck. Well, Pat Buck is back, I believe. Mm, I think I Daniels believe is back. 
Was no, Daniel help break up the fight. No, Daniels back? is Daniels is not back yet from suspension, but Daniels is also in Japan right now. Uh, I was okay. So these these suspensions come at a interesting time then. Right, because Omega was already slated to be in Japan for a week, which is where he's at right now, um, sharing with um, Kota. And um, we got um, Christopher Daniels is over in Japan, and Michael um, Nagazawa is over in Japan as well, too. So three of the people who were supposed to be um, in the mix of this suspension are over in Japan. They were Here's the thing. Those three were supposed to be going to Japan to promote the video game. But since they got suspended, they pretty much said, yeah, fuck promoting anything. We're going over there to do our own thing and have fun. Christopher Daniels got himself booked in for a couple of matches while he was there for a week. And um, Nakazawa got himself in for like two matches while he's over there for a week. While Omega is hanging out. Yeah. So this suspension yeah. is bull so, caca. <laughs> so Omega is not only is he uh, um, over there hanging out with Coda, uh, he's apparently uh, getting uh, scanned in essentially for uh, a Yakuza video game. Uh, if you don't oh, know, wow. I play the Yakuza series. Uh, it's kind of like a mafia thing with the Yakuza in Japan. Uh, so that's cool for him. So he'll be in two video games next year, which is pretty pretty sweet. And uh, look who is here. Join us. <laughs> Joining us, ladies. Fashionably late as always. Joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Got a belt. From Cincinnati, Ohio. Give it up for your reigning undisputed predictions champion, Mr. Mike Champa. Boo. Kiss my ass. <laughs> um, what's good, UTR? Um, yeah, when we when we say we start at 8.30-ish, I'm the ish, okay? Yeah. The- <laughs> no, as long but, as long as you as long as everybody understands that, yes. Yeah, as long as everybody <laughs> says I'm the ish, I'm the champ, I can do those things. But uh yeah, what's good, fellas? Right now, we're just talking about uh, how nobody in AEW is really suspended. <laughs> so it's, that's I mean, pretty it, much what. Like they said, uh, you know, Punk might be suspended and now he's going to be out with an injury. So it, well, they'll probably just suspend him for the amount of time he's out on his injury to give him, you know, let him know. Like, that's, that's how I kind of felt these suspensions were going to go uh, because. Tony Khan has no balls Khan, and won't fire, yeah. won't fire Punk. But here's it the is, thing: it is, well, it's not even just punk; it's, it's all of them. He's not gonna give out, you know, like like the the serious punishments were taking the belts. But aside from that, here's the thing: nothing. Here's the thing: with any job that you take in the world, there's a part of the job that had there's a part when you sign a contract that says policies interactions and how you should act while on the job any job you take when you sign on to take a job there's a part of contract that says during company hours you will not act inappropriately certain way 
be maybe be under the influence of anything, things of that nature. There's certain things you can't do while on company time. Omega pretty much did right. All all my man Omega did was save a dog and get bit by a man. <laughs> okay. Punk pretty much just said fuck that contract when he did what he did. No job are you allowed to publicly how can I say this? Publicly not I won't even say you publicly criticize your place of employment. Give your company a bad look. You are not allowed to do that at pretty much any job in the world. Okay, not only did he do that, he publicly badmouth the executives the employees and the company as a whole that right there is showing that you are not part of the team and company culture which for any job is grounds of immediate termination mm -hmm. pretty much punk can always pull oh he uh get lawyers so he can get money you can get paid up until that day that you did what you did you breach contract when you did what you did. So since you breach contract, all payments are void and void. Void. So guess what? You technically shouldn't be getting paid, and your ass should be on. And your ass should be fired right now. Punk should be filing for unemployment, making his weekly check-in call to claim his weekly benefits. That's what CM Punk should be doing right now. He should be should be fired. You public. You publicly bashed your company that you still work for. No company is going to allow that. Companies are firing people for having a beer on company hours. At in Christmas front, parties. In front of the boss. In front of the <laughs> boss at that. You did this while your boss is sitting right next to you. And like they, they reported that the elite was suspended. And you know, I have no problem with that. But what about this Nick? What about this motherfucker? Right. We still haven't we still haven't even heard that he was suspended. We haven't heard anything. That's been my biggest gripe. Should we have been suspended? Yes. But we haven't heard anything in regards to punk. All we keep hearing is he's possibly suspended. Right. All we keep hearing is he's possibly suspended. He's more. We keep hearing he's more than likely out as far as he's going to be let go. We but we haven't heard anything concrete about what the fuck is going on with CM Punk besides the fact that he's injured for six to nine months. And, and he got stripped of the title. That's it. And I and yes, you know they're going through um, legalities and all that stuff. But even then, that doesn't sit well with me. I I. Still need to see something in writing, a tweet, a comment, something about the, any disciplinary action for this dude. Yeah, and I it's, agree with what, what Reggie just said too, because the way Punk acted in that fucking press conference, son, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like he went a wall on the shit. Like he brought in Colt's mama called page of airhead and we should be talking about mjf who just came back and he called an mjf a little prick 
and okay, like if so, if he sues, so what? Like Tony Khan, you you, you have a multi billion dollar pocket. So what if he sues? Here's the thing: he can't. Technically, he can't sue because, like I said, what he did is pretty much on every human being's contract when you sign a um a contract to work with somebody. It's like you can't act a certain way during company time or misrepresent yourself at, or as a company. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's starting to seem it's it's starting to seem to me that Tony Khan yeah. is going out of his way to protect Punk. Still. I, I think I think I think they they got lawyers involved, which is why we're not hearing anything about this. Yeah, that's that's really what all of this is. If we have, there was no legal, if there were no lawyers or anything involved in this, it would be a simple matter of they're suspended, CM Punk is fired. But because he decided to show his ass in front of the higher ups and the people that basically hold pay the bills, their, mm-hmm. their fate in their hands. And it, it, they're like, so you have an employee, because think about it in a legal t- in, in from their standpoint, you're there for the first time ever. You're seeing the owner, president, all that with his star employee, with the person he, the apple of his eye, fighting his executive vice president. What the hell? Like, Basically, you, you're gonna be like, what? What? What am I? What am I paying y'all? What are y'all doing? What? What just happened? <laughs> I. Uh... I think because it involves EVPs, like legitimate EVPs. Um, but his, you, I don't want to hear that because I don't want to hear that. And they, and they, they, brought legal, they brought legal with them, which is interesting. Here's the thing I don't want to hear that because they legitimately put the other EVPs on blast and let us know that they were suspended. So if you're willing to put the executive vice presidents on blast to let us know that they're suspended, why does this common fucking wrestler get more privilege and get more rights than the fucking EVPs? I do wonder if it yep. has something to do with the contract. What, what his contract said last year when he signed it. At the end of the day, maybe at the end of the day, legalities. Maybe he's allowed. Maybe he's allowed to, you know, say some more the, shit. To, here's know, the thing that pisses me off. We know that he planned on going in. Mm-hmm. Tony well, Khan knew that he. That's Tony Khan. We, we don't know. We don't know okay. that. Okay, there was a rumor that's going around that saying that he planned on going in. So, which means Tony Khan knew he was going to do do something. Like, go for it, dude. How do you do that? He probably didn't know Punk was about to just say that's all. Oh, this entire roster sucks. Yeah, that's they're all what, children. That's where that that comes off as. It's just. Everybody is always as, hey, hey, TK, can I go ahead and do a promo about this? Oh, yeah. Usually they're being truthful. So I can't I can't fault him for thinking, oh, Punk said, hey, I'm going to go in there and talk about A, B, and C. If he goes out there and starts talking about something completely different, you're fucked. Now, should he have interrupted him? Yes. But at that point, you're already fucked. You can't, you, can't put the, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. <laughs> See, <a> punk, it, <laughs> it was done. 
even if they cut his mic or something, like he was gonna keep talking. Yeah, is the thing we're gonna keep we're gonna keep right. Here's the down. thing. Here's the thing. It shouldn't. The culture in that locker room should not have given CM Punk the idea that it would be okay for him to do that. That's the thing. Well, I mean, who do you blame for that? You, if it's you blame it's Tony Khan. Right? Well, I mean, like you're saying the locker room there. So somebody in the locker room had to agree with him at least. Here's the here's the thing. You wouldn't you wouldn't dare hear of a WWE talent doing that for fear of something happening to them in their job when Vince was there. You don't even fear they fear that shit now with fucking trips. You said that you are not a boss, you are a friend, which is why the inmates have ran AE fucking W, which is why they're in the predicament that they in now because fucking Adabisi decided to go all out in us. But also, look what it's doing for ratings. Look what it's doing. There, they they hit like they were there were over a million the entire two hours yesterday. That's because for the first time in forever, people are like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's controversial. It's weird shit happening. And it, it brings people in. I'm not saying that's the, that, you know, it was kind of on purpose. I'm just saying like, yeah, controversy sales. And while it may not be the exact situation they want to be in, uh, TK is about to just rake in the money on this one. You know what? There's an old saying. There is no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah, you're absolutely right. If people are talking about you, you're going to make money off of it, whether it's good or bad. You're absolutely right on that. But the fact that a normal employee got to curse out and physically fight executives and the executives get in trouble and nothing has happened to the employee is some real bullshit. I want to work at that I, job. I, I want to work at a job where I want to work at a job where I can beat up my boss and nothing happens to me. Just just old, right? Because stripping because stripping him of the belt ain't no fucking punishment. That's like no, right. I, I want I want a job where I can beat up my boss and my boss says, you know what? You can't do any more overtime. Okay, can, I'm still getting my regular check. <laughs> we won't hear anything about this until either Punk is gone or Punk comes back. Until then, so that's nine months. Shit. Punk so is probably gonna. Up. What's probably gonna happen is they're gonna have. I honestly feel like this, what we saw that night on that media scrum is the last time we saw CM Punk in AEW. He's not coming back. He's it's gonna be a quiet exit. Ain't nothing quiet about this bitch. This gonna it's like we he's out of sight. And they ain't gonna be like he's fired. He's just gonna be gone. And see that. Yeah. Right Mongo, there's a question for you. No, yeah. that's my mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, don't say it like that. Make it sound like bagel bite basement dwellers. Dude, <laughs> don't say it like that. <laughs> well, Mongo has I, an I, excuse. I've got, I've got this cannula tube on my nose. Mm-hmm. I was like, Mongo has a great I excuse. Like, I mean, any anybody that that follows whatever we do knows, right? I, I ain't living by myself right now due to my situation. 
But don't say it like that. People already that think why. fucking listen. wrestling geeks are nerds and, and basement why. dwellers. But listen, here you we go. Love, That's my love, mom. People already think bad about us, That's and then you just we add on to it. I got pictures. No, mom here. I'm here. My mom and her husband. Mom, we love mom over here. Like, shit. I ain't gonna lie about it. I love my mama. You're um, right. You're right, Reggie. That is how you job. If you quit a job, you go all out. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You cool. Fuck you. I'm out. Like, I understand. That is. Yeah. All, the, all the, the only person he complimented was like Adam Page or something. Or Adam Cole. Not Adam Page. Uh, like, that, like yeah. I understand. If that's what he's doing, then that's fine. But here's my thing this man made a public spectacle of your company. I think you need to do the same thing to him to teach him a fucking lesson in humility. It wasn't just him going after Hangman and Colt and the ADPs. It's the fact that he said your entire roster is a bunch are of fucking pissy kids. children that don't know and what they're doing pricks. in front of all of the media of the roster. <laughs> like, but you know, we'll we'll find out more about it when we do. Uh, let's move on to some other stuff. Right. Uh, so the, hold on, hey, hold on, wait, 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 one second, one second, one second. The entire roster are all fucking children. Mind you, Chris Jericho was older than him. Well, he said all some, he someone was... argue, someone argue Chris Jericho is also sometimes a bit, <laughs> I mean, a bit immature. But he, but he wasn't that fucking day of all fucking days. That's, that's oh, no, 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 that, no, that day stepped up. Not that day. <laughs> now, that, now he and uh, Jer- Jericho know when to pick up batters. Those three are. Those are not the leaders of the locker room. So, to be fair, great picks. Um, oh shit, Joe Hendricks and Impact. All right, cool. Um, anyway, uh, NXT 2.0 is dead. Thank God. Uh, I don't know if it's it black ain't and dead, gold. Dead. It, ain't, it ain't dead, dead. It's just gonna be black and gold 2.0. Right. <laughs> it's black and gold 2.0. Now that the logo is white, it's black, gold, and white. Yeah. yeah, we ain't dead. Um, we just the White Ranger. We, it's just like Tommy. Tommy, did, all he did was disappear. He became the Green Ranger. NXT went from being the Green Ranger. Now it's about to come back. Oh, look at that! It's the White Ranger. Boom. Same shit. Great. All same awesomeness. I'm here. We don't care about. Death. We don't care about him. We don't even care about death of 2.0. Y'all. Yes. Y'all don't, Y'all just hated the colors. That's all it is. Here's the thing. No, it's, it's more just than the it was, neon more colors. No, nope. Matt, I told me, you don't that. Don't make me do a rant. Don't make me do a rant about this. Come on, man. Hold on. Matt's Matt's one hundred percent right with me, and I said that from the get go. I was like, two point isn't that bad. It's just mad bright. Once I got past it being bright, I had no issues with two point oh. The only because... thing that I wonder about now is they went so. They dove in so deep for that rebrand. Because remember, when they initially rebranded, we had the regular NXT title. And then they went so far as to change the titles up to have that neon, that bright little hue to them. So are those belts about to get switched again? <laughs> nah, you know what? I think the belts might not get switched because the little belts are a little collective. So pretty much, I guess if the gold... If they have enough gold shining around it, it won't look as rainbowish. Right. 
So I don't think they'll change the belt again for a while. Um, HBK did his thing with two with two point He bought it from us going what the fuck to okay HBK we see you, we see you. So like I said, it was really the colors for me. Once I got past, it, it took a it took a while for me to get past the fact that I can actually see the crowd in two point That took me was, a minute to get used to. I'll, a lot of folks, their biggest gripe was, well, this isn't the old NXT. Of course not, because the old NXT was technically not developmental anymore, even though that's what its main purpose was. Um, They finally realized that they could kind of do the best of both. You can have the developmental aspect, and they finally realized that they really – there was no point in ever changing the colors. I think that whole color change was something that Vince was a part of. And since Vince is gone and Hunter and HBK are there, they can put stuff back to the way they want it. I got a question. We, we can all be happy again. <laughs> I got a question. Like like you said, if the whole thing was Vince and the colors, did Vince think that like, oh, kids like bright colors. Let's just make this say by the bell. Maybe. Is, yes. is that what he was thinking? Yes. Maybe. Vince, you got to remember, Vince, Vince, Vince is still stuck in the, in the 80s, 80s and 90s. 90s. Yep. <laughs> he met on the exact same page. He thinks of the 80s and 90s. And back then, bright colored, big old, big characters was what kids liked. But look, it was not just the colors. The colors did suck. And if this, if, if this is just 2.0, getting rid of those colors, it will go from shit to... That's all right. But... It wasn't the only problem they had. I got I got another question. If they were if they were so strict on that, if people aren't improving in 90 days, we getting rid of them. Who the fuck saw something in Von Wagner? Because <laughs> remember, Von showed up on SmackDown for like one week and then he disappeared and he massively showed back up on NXT. Vince, Vince liked Von Wagner. That's why Von Wagner's there. I I don't know if he's going to be around long because I don't. Uh, he's just not doing anything. I'm I'm surprised Stone is still there, Mister Stone, because he yeah, went from I, being Robert Stone now he's Mister Stone. He's I do hate uh, that old Robert Stone just did not work out at all in NXT at, like, with it's, it's anyone. Like that is like he had a really good gimmick and character, yo. I don't understand why he didn't they kept, work out. They kept giving them, they kept giving them losers, and that, I don't mean that like all these people suck, but I mean like they kept giving them people that weren't winning matches. Right. What do you do? What are you supposed to do with that? Like, how does like, that prove he's a good manager? Who's the leader for two years? Like, what the fuck is he supposed to do about that? I mean, give him somebody. Give him anybody that's going to do something. They they get then they give um they give him Von Wagner after Wagner takes out Kyle O'Reilly his biggest match of his career and then nothing happens. Right. I mean, did Bivens when when he when Bivens was in NXT did he have a winning stable really? Diamond Mine didn't really Diamond start winning. Diamond Mine didn't start really winning until late. Remember, Bivens the was there for the, a while. The Creed brothers were doing okay, but Roddy was was the Roddy was the champion. Right. Uh, yeah, Roddy Roddy was the face of the whole team. Like that was they were pretty they were they were strong when Bivens left. They got stronger, maybe, 
Yeah. Um, just because the creeds finally took off, but they were good. Like Robert Stone just got, he has had nothing for the past six years. And it's unfortunate. Like if he was, I think, like, I think he's good. If you, if you didn't watch him in TNA, <laughs> he is a solid wrestler, but he's a great fucking personality. I think he would be great paired with someone like Braun. Because Braun can't talk all like oh, that. Shit. Man. Poor shit, yo. He try he tries to do yeah. the Steiner talk and it's just yeah. crosses. And like someone like Robert Stone with him makes sense because it's just the it's just the right mix of big and little. Like you can tell, like, okay, Robert Stone can hold his own, but he ain't beating up no no Braun. Braun gonna snap him. <laughs> You know what? You know what, Reggie? In a way, we are because Trips let us all know he was capable of making an entire stable full of champions. That has nothing to do. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Not, but you see, uh, no, no. a couple other guys, let, let, let me talk on this for you. Keep interrupting me. NXT developmental black and gold was better than 2.0 before UE got there. Before Nakamura, before Kevin Owens, it was miles better than 2.0. Because that's before Charlotte and the rest of Four Horsemen were actually getting off. They were still working on their stuff. That's when they had Tyler Breeze. That's when they had uh, Adrian Mm -hmm. Neville. And the only person they had there that was like a veteran was Sami Zayn. But everybody else that was there was like fresh in the biz two, three years. Yeah, Corey Graves. Corey <laughs> Graves was getting big. Bray Wyatt's show big, was there. That's how, that's how Bray Wyatt's big, e, big E giving the five <laughs> count. He had a last name. Bo, hell, Bo Davos is great. Now. Kingston. <laughs> big, e Langston. <laughs> big E Langston. Big E Langston. Uh, Paige and Emma, like there was a shit ton of people that were young that were like just in the business long enough to know what to do to get there, but not and enough it, to like that was that was prime developmental NXT. Right. And to say 2.0 is on that level. I never said that. Off. I never said that. Never said that. That's what a lot of people are saying. No, no, oh, no, nah. no, 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 no. I said 2.0. I, I tell you exactly what I said. I said it wasn't as bad as what it appeared once I got those bright ass colors. But also the idea because that I should, the idea that I should give it a break because it's developmental is what I'm trying to get at. We've had the developmental next year before, and it was way better. Right. So I'm not giving it a break because it's developmental. When I've seen what developmental I, good can be, and it's just not that. I'm not giving you know what? Hold on, hold on. Okay. Will this help with with this help if I put it in this terms for you? NXT was developmental sports entertainment. NXT 2.0 was developmental sports entertainment, where NXT was developmental wrestling. Does that make a difference? Because 2.0 is filled with a lot of 80s and 90s styles gimmick characters. Classic NXT had Bray Wyatt, Tyler Breeze, CJ Parker, Emma, and Paige, and Big E Langston, Mr. Five Count, and Bo Dallas, Mr. Bo Leave. No, it does not make a difference. Those, I, 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 I don't know. know. My only NXT thing. Black and Gold, 
had triple. We didn't H, have people like 2. they didn't 0. have people like two point oh had like this was two point oh. That's a good point too. What is, no, two point oh was so being they get they get they're gonna get away with it because they have vents. So we should give them a. Here's the thing, no. Mongo. No, no, I don't. I'm not, I'm not giving them points. I, I, I'm with you on the whole 2.0 wasn't better than black and gold. Okay. It was good, but it wasn't great. Yeah, that's the thing. No one is sitting here arguing you saying that 2.0 was better than anything. No one is sitting. No one on this panel my, right now is arguing. No, no, no. my my argument <laughs> is that y'all are saying because it's developmental, I should give it a break. No, we're not. We're not telling you because it's developmental, no, we should give it a break. That you can't compare it. It's developmental, and if you look past this stuff, it's fine. No, fine what I said is, if you look past the bright colors, that's the what I said. Past the bright I said colors, it's fine. not. I said it's not that bad. Which is oh, fine is not fine is not that bad. Those are like that's that's tomato tomato. But dude, so you mean to tell me nothing good came out? I'm not saying nothing, but I'm saying the majority of it is shit. <laughs> My it is eighty percent. It is eighty percent god awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just that's it. It is. It is mostly terrible. I mean, good lord, the first six months of 2.0, half the roster, all they were talking about was trying to get uh, what's his name from. Uh, that tag team laid like every oh, yeah. was, oh he's a virgin every so, other segment do you expect do you expect one. anything else from fucking the heartbreak kid mr go into a bar and try to take a marine's wife do you expect anything less than sex i, I mean I, i'm not saying well, you got hbk events on the show what i'm saying is we went from the, this show, even back in the day when, you know, when, again, it was developmental and they had people that were just kind of more there. You can, t no, no, Mongo, it, you can tell the difference between Vince being in charge and Trips being in charge. Plain and simple. Vince and Kevin Dunn telling HBK, we need to make this young and sexy. To Trip saying, Sean, can we get back to wrestling, please? You saw the difference in even the matches and how they changed. Yeah, it got a little better. It's still not great. It, 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 <laughs> I will say, like, when it first started, it was bad. You could tell that some of these people, it's like, y'all don't need to be on TV. Yeah. Like, Spaghetti Man, Tony D'Angelo was the main one. Once he's, I sat there and saw him start to get better at wrestling. That's what made me become a actual fan, just because I saw actual improvement. It's like, oh, I'm at, I'm seeing this person get better I'm, at their job on TV. Cool. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Part of me was a fan of Tony D'Angelo's from day one, because his alma mater is my alma mater. We both went to the University of Buffalo. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That was the that was one of the main reasons why I like Tony D from, from day one. I said, "Oh, this man with the UB, let's go Bulls, let's go UB Bulls." So I ain't gonna lie. That was that was one of the main reasons why from the jump I like Tony D'Angelo, and I saw that he was an actual. I was like, "Yeah, they gave him a shitty ass goddamn gimmick, but he can actually wrestle." Um, 
And Matt, I get that from like watching someone go from that great, not really that good to, to you know, they're improving. I get that too. Right. Um, because I bet we've all been there with wrestlers where like, I don't really get this person. And then a switch happens. Whether it's they just improved or something in your brain flips. Mm-hmm. So I get it. It's just the majority of that roster should not be there on TV. Well, we get a bunch of last legend matches and all sorts of just nonsense. Do you think that I hear what you're saying and I'm not arguing anything you're saying. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I think one of the main reasons we got, like you said, Matt, the Lash Legends and stuff like that was because of that whole pushing people out in 90 days. Mm-hmm. Remember, they were throwing everybody in front of that camera within 90 days. And they wanted to see if you were going to sink or swim. So we got to see a lot of raw shit that we shouldn't have seen because they were trying to figure out if you were going to be here or not next week. And the bad part about with Last Legend, especially, is they had her go over to NXT UK before they finally closed it down. They remember they were having certain mm-hmm. talent go over there and wrestle. And it's like if she ain't she wrestled over there and was beating people, she came back over here and she Nothing. still hasn't improved. It's like, all right, y'all gotta figure something out. They're still signing more people with these NIL deals. Um, like Reggie said, he says Mongo Black and Gold was a professional wrestling development show. In his opinion, 2.0 is a sports entertainment development show. My whole exactly thing with all of this has been... Did anybody watch Developmental two, Black and Gold before I, those guys got... Did anybody else watch it? Am I crazy? I, I yeah. What, are, what yeah. are you watching them? No, we're not, bro, we're not saying that. that. I feel that... <laughs> 2.0 was is was way more gimmicky. It was way more gimmicky. We, let, and that, that's what I agree. That's why it sucked. I'm, that, I'm not okay. saying that's not. I'm saying that's why it's bad. That's why it sucked. But also, like we said, like me and Matt said just now too, they had that whole. If you wasn't doing shit in 90 days, they were firing you. So they were putting a lot of people who still should have been behind the scenes, um, practic- practicing how to fall. In front of the camera, making them have an opportunity right then and there. Yeah, I feel that's like it sucked. That's I feel reason. like that's a reason that it sucked. And right like, now, it's all seemed... things that should not have been happening. <laughs> and I agree with that. But what I'm saying is, they did happen. Therefore, the product suffered. 2.0 was terrible. That's I don't think it was. Like 2. I don't think was... it was terrible. Did it yeah. suffer? Yes. Did it suffer? Yes. Were there date? Were there fucking Tuesdays? And it was like, oh, this shit is terrible. Yes. But oh yeah, there are a lot there, of Tuesdays there, where it's just like this is bad. But right, but there's also, but there's also, there's also Mondays when we say, oh, this shit is terrible. There's also Fridays when we say this shit is terrible. There's also Wednesdays when we say this shit is terrible. So, like I said, I think Tuesdays more than not, it was terrible. I just feel like NXT 2.0 was just starting to figure itself out at this one year mark. And now they're just like, oh, black and gold. It's like, well, y'all were just starting to hit the stride. (laughs) 
that I, you know what? I, I will say this. <laughs> Over the past month, it has, it did feel like they were starting to hit the sweet spot a little bit. Yeah, like I, I didn't care about colors or none of that. <laughs> the problem was they still had a lot of crap they had to work on. Like the like talent that we just needed a lot more work. The gimmicks that just did that were just not working out. Yeah. Like you I you could kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel, but it was a long ass tunnel. Here's the thing and though. That's the thing, is it's just it was it, too much. 2.0 was more focused on these guys talking and their segments and their backstage time and shit like that. The last month or so hasn't had that many. It's been all out wrestling. So of course it's going to be, of course it's going to hit a sweet spot because they've had the guys who can wrestle put on matches this past month. They haven't had any, haven't had any talking really. It's just been all matches. So that's what, but the thing, and, and that's what they, and that's what we kind of lost in a sense with black and gold. We had guys who could cut a promo. We had promos. We had promos. I'm not, not saying we didn't have promos and we didn't have guys who can work a mic because we got fucking Adam Cole. We got fucking Velveteen Dream. So I'm not even, I'm not even a ch- chomper. So I'm not even saying that we didn't have people. But the focus was just from the wrestling. It was it was ninety percent wrestling, ten percent promos. Two point kind of flipped that shit completely. We had there were some Tuesdays where literally, I think we may have had just three matches for two hours because it was mostly backstage segments. Yeah. And, and that was that's where we got a lot of uh, issues from a lot of different uh, sites and people and personalities. Why does this wrestling show have twenty minutes of wrestling, and the rest oh. is just backstage segments and talking? But I and and y'all told me this before when I started saying I didn't like it. Y'all because my first thing was oh it's not black and gold, and all of you said you can't compare it to black and gold. That's not fair, and that's true. That is not fair. But they had a blueprint for the way to do this. And they just didn't follow it. At the but Mongo, you you also gotta think about who's in charge. I you don't gotta because that's who, why it sucked. I'm not saying you gotta like think about who's you gotta think <laughs> about who's in charge because even the before the two point before the black and gold the the NXT that you're talking about who was in charge of that shit trips yeah I know that I'm saying two point oh that man had absolutely nothing to do with it so which means that. it was a completely different regime regime in there completely different regime I'm not disagreeing with any of that that is all true. And that so you can't. Comp- I didn't like it. So you can't come. Uh, you can't compare it though. Yes, I can to to original developmental NXT. I absolutely can. Not not okay. if you got not if you got if you got a different dude. That's, okay, that's like having a. We are all football fans here. We're all football fans here. Okay, a quarterback. 
a team has had a QB coach for working with a QB for four or five years. Okay. They get rid of the head coach and the quarterback coach next season. Nine times out of ten, what happens to that QB that new season with that new head coach and that new QB quarter QB coach? They suck. Because they're trying to learn a system. They're trying to learn a scheme. 2.0 was that year that they switched the head coach and the quarterback coach. And they fucking, what you call it, the system, you can't compare two different systems. It was two different systems. Now the old system is back. And it goes from there. I think what's basically what it's going to just come down to is basically just going to end up being what the old NFL-AFL merger was. AFL is NXT 2.0. The NFL is NXT Black and Gold. Remember, so after, after they were separate. With some, some 2.0 stuff mixed into it. Yeah, and now this, yeah. this new NXT White, Black, and Gold is going to be the AFL NFL merger. You're gonna have the best the best of both. Cause the white is basically, if you think about it, it's black and gold. The white is is whoever is over there from Europe. If you think about it. This is the <laughs> this is all the mix. This is all the mix <laughs> That's what that white is representing. Everybody mountain, from Europe. The mountains of Caucasus. <laughs> and again, I said I, I didn't like 80%. I didn't say it had nothing good. And there's nothing wrong with focus on characters. Hey, I'm also saying that I can't compare. That's like, we, we compare other companies to other companies all the time here, run by different people. Why is it okay to, like, it's at this point, why can't I compare the same company run by different people? Okay, good point. If we're comparing AEW and Impact and WWE together, I can't compare two point or two point original book ten XT. I should be able to do that. And I'm sure there was stuff about Black okay. and Gold that, if we think about it in hindsight, that we didn't like that Triple H would do, and now it's Triple H and Sean. Oh, there was doing this. Do you know, so, do you know? Do you know what the main problem was with NXT Black and Gold? Everybody was the exact fucking same. I just, well, I just well, feel well, like well, they, well, they, they veered off from being developmental at some point. <laughs> they did, because all they're sort of, they're just sort of signing everybody. But right. 2.0, what was every single promo? I'm the best. I'm going to beat you. I am the best wrestler. That was everything. Mm-hmm. Every single person. It didn't matter what they were, what their gimmick was. It was I am the best. I am the greatest wrestler. That's it. And the title it's, changes were always. <laughs> telegraphed <laughs> pretty much so except for I'll, except I'll, oh hold on go ahead get no 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 keep talking mark i'm sorry right. so having the matches of original nxt with the promo segments and different characters of 2.0 is a great combination it should be i think i think it's going to work out that being said, rest in piss 2.0. <laughs> I uh, I wanted to bring up I wanted to bring up one piece of news um real quick because we mentioned you just mentioned everybody's gimmick was the same. And I was getting ready to say one person's gimmick was somewhat different. 
but in a way it was the same. Dream. <clears throat> and the reason I wanted to bring Dream up was because Dream pretty much made a clapback video at EC3 for the allegations <laughs> that were given to him, that were placed upon him. For anybody right. who doesn't know... Yeah, yeah, EC3, please please explain. Go ahead. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, EC3 made a comment during an interview stating that there was a time where he had to confront Velveteen Dream because he felt like Mr. Patrick Clark, Velveteen Dream... Um, he found his phone in his bathroom, and according to EC3, the phone was propped so that way Dream could have video images of men urinating. <clears throat> so he says he confronted Dream about it. He um, kicked everybody out of his house first, confronted Dream about it, erased the video of himself, and that was that. Well, Dream made a video clapback this weekend pretty much that yeah first of all he said that it was <clears throat> EC3 and two other people there one current WWE employee and one former WWE employee he stated he did not give up any names because he he respects those people and he did not want to drag them in there but basically he's stated that everybody that was there was high as shit on cocaine <laughs> okay and that he was never videotaping he legit left his phone in the bathroom he even had another wrestler said wrestler who was there that he never mentioned check his phone to make sure that there was nothing in the phone and supposedly nothing was found in the phone and then he pretty much just told EC3, shut the fuck up, control that narrative, bitch, and cocaine is a hell of a fucking drug. I'm sorry, I think I believe fucking Dream, the way he came back like that, and the way he said, I, I, I might be believing Dream on this one. First of all, that was a, that was a serious, oh, hell no, you ain't gonna call me that. And he, he here's, here's the part that made me, here's the part that has me somewhat believing, believing a little bit of what Dream says. The fact that he said we were at his house and me and you aren't even really cool like that because you couldn't separate my character from my real life persona. So it's, 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 I get pretty much saying that EC3, you so fucking stupid, you couldn't tell that I was only playing on television and not in real life. Well, shit. <clears throat> the only, I mean, the fact that he said that EC3 was pissy ass drunk, and that's my thing. If you're that fucking drunk, how the fuck would you even know what Dream or anybody else was doing at that time if you were slumped over in the corner of your own fucking house pissing drunk? That's my thing. This is just a bunch of he said, he said. That's all this <laughs> is. It doesn't mean shit. Man, I, 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 just, I don't care anymore. 
And I and and if y'all really want to know what I think, it's honestly I feel like y'all remember uh, old boy uh, Jake At- Atlas wouldn't be shot if Dreaming EC three the same way. So this bunch of I mean he said he said I mean like look I that. That problem, you know, I, I won't be surprised. That's how it went down. But it's, it's, it's like I, it's like I said today. The there's a reason that Dream is not well liked, and there's a reason that Dream is just like kicked out of every locker room at this point. Uh, he has an attitude, and <laughs> Dream, Dream is. <laughs> I'm not gonna Dream say he's problematic. Can, I'm gonna say he causes problems for himself. He can be mad all he wants, but at the end of the day, if he doesn't put, if he does not, if he doesn't go around putting himself into these situations, he wouldn't even be having to deal with the bullshit. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Just like I said, just like I said yesterday in the chat, he it, it sounds like he's gonna become the the wrestling Kwame Brown. He's gonna air out all the tea now. Any bullshit that is said, or any, or at least in his mind, slander. That said about him, he's gonna air it out. The bad part about that now is it's 2022 and everybody has a podcast, and he already tried that podcast route, and that only lasted like one episode. Well, any any work with TMZ now? So I don't even know what he's doing. Well, he's trying to, he's trying to was, stay relevant. <laughs> that was something that I found and sent the boys a few days ago. And it's the stupidest shit. We're gonna make it a sound. We're gonna make it a sound bite so that way we can play it during the. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh god. <laughs> that was so bad. Um. Anyway, yeah. So you know, Dream popped up, said that, and you know, whether you believe him or not, don't matter. He's not coming back. I saw people on Twitter. Nah. Please don't hire him. Please don't hire him. No one's gonna. No, nah, he's not he coming back. He got arrested as soon as it came out. He's done. <laughs> Unfortunately, he, he's done. He's never. He's never, never going to wrestle, wrestle again. again. Yeah, it's no a wrap. Yeah, it's a dub. Uh, and it sucks. It sucks because he really was incredibly talented. But damn it. Then he ended up getting a real, like, he, he fucked up a lot himself. Don't Whether that other stuff was true or not, he Listen, fucked up a lot that himself. Fucking, that fucking feud that he had when he needed <laughs> to say his name. God! So good. God! I was like, I was like peak. I was like, this is what I'm fucking talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right, right there was like when storytelling kind of drifted away a little bit from NXT. Yeah, because that was like that. Like the last thing that came after that was uh, the Gargano Chapa stuff. After yeah. that, yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, this let's get week, to the meat potatoes of the podcast this, today. Here we go. This week, the P, the PWI five hundred dropped. Uh, if you don't know what that is, I don't know why the hell how the hell you found us because it's a pretty specific wrestling thing. But it's a Pro Wrestling Illustrated's top five hundred wrestlers. Uh, they have a, a, a period between uh, July 1st of every year and then uh, July 30th of the following year to evaluate every wrestler. And they base it off your wins and losses, <coughs> your quality of opponents, uh, the amount of matches you've had, uh, if you've won any championships, and stuff like that. Uh, the list dropped the other day. And people were pissed, pissed the fuck off 
for two omissions. John Moxley and Seth Rollins. One of those, I agree, should be on there. Mm-hmm. And one, according to the criteria. He don't make it cut. They don't, they don't make it. They don't make the top ten. Uh, we'll go ahead and run down the list real quick. This is the official list. Uh, number 10 is Jonathan Gresham, uh, the former Ring of Honor world champion. Number nine is Big E. Number eight is uh, Vikingo. How you say, uh, is that how you say it? Um, yeah, Vikingo. Vikingo. Uh, oh, he held Vikingo. Number seven is Brian Danielson. Six is Cody Rhodes. Five is Bobby Lashley. Four is Adam Hangman Page. Three is CM Punk. Two is Kazuchika Okada. And number one is Roman Reigns. Honestly, it's a pretty solid list. I mean, pretty solid list. You can't argue who's at number one. <laughs> no, you really can't. No, you can't. <laughs> you really can't. at number one. You really can't. Um, like. I. And, we're, and today we're gonna we all have our own lists and we're gonna give our reasons. But um, is there anybody there that shocked any of you in the top ten? Um, I guess the how do you say the name? The one that you were just trying to pronounce again? By Kingo, he's a Triple A Mega Kingo. Yeah. Yeah, see, I guess that one, but that has a lot to do with me not having a lot of exposure to AAA. Right. Yeah. That's that's you those know? are the ones where I'm like, all right, I don't watch it, so I can't say anything. Yeah. Right. That's the thing. I think anybody on this list or in that top ten that I don't have a lot of exposure to, of course, I'm gonna be like, uh, I guess. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, because so, even I know of him, and I saw him at the top ten. I'm like, I'm like, I guess I said the same shit. Like, I guess because like I watched Triple A here and there. If he's a top guy there, he's a top guy there. You um, want to hear something real? I used to watch Triple. I used to watch um Triple A like back in the day when I was younger. I don't even know if it was called Triple A back then. It's probably called something else. But Spanish wrestling used to come on at like midnight. On like channel four and channel five and here in New York. And that's that's when I used to watch it. You know, I used to be up sneaking to be up late or whatever. I try to stay up so I can watch Showtime out there, Apollo, which came on at one. So I would stay <laughs> so I would watch the, the Spanish channel and I'd be I'd get Spanish wrestling. That's how I learned about I know this isn't the politically correct term to say. I apologize now, but back then in the '80s, it was called midget wrestling. That's <laughs> how. I, all right. <laughs> back in the '80s, that was the name of it. It was called midget wrestling, little people wrestling. Okay, and that I'm gonna be honest. That's where I saw most of the little people wrestlers in the Spanish. Um wrestling promotions so like we had access to it back then and then it kind of went away so like i don't really know jack shit about triple a so anybody on that list that's triple a related and new japan has a roster of like 150 million people right 
Yeah, but as for like Viking Go, he's the one who like after Kenny dropped that Triple A title, he's the one who grabbed it and ran with the belt. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I I I get it because okay. he's been like their top guy. He's been their Roman since Kenny dropped the belt. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not gonna be on my list because I just didn't watch him Triple A, and I just I don't think it's fair for me to just. Right. Right. I, I just I'm not I'm not saying anything bad about it. It's just I just I don't watch Triple A, so I don't I don't know what to say about that. Um, but honestly, uh, it's a pretty strong list. Uh, Big E shocked me, honestly. Because um, wasn't he injured? He was he's injured, injured basically quite a while. Right, he's been injured for <laughs> half of the year. And the reason behind that, the reason behind Moxie not being is because Moxie was gone for like three months. But like Big E's been gone longer than that. All right, and Mox came back and won a championship before the. Their period was over, so that was a shot. That was kind of shocking. So, like, Biggie, you know, he won the belt off of Lashley, but he didn't really have a great run with the belt. Uh, got beat by Roman at Survivor Series, then lost the belt in a five way to Brock, and it just and then got hurt. <laughs> he got hurt, like he and he dropped immediately from like world title contentions to back with the new day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that was so, like, him, you know, I, you know, I would have top 20. Yeah, the top ten was a little, was a little tough. <laughs> um, Mongo, before you yeah. run out of breath and you can't talk anymore, let's get your top ten out the way. All right, so I'm doing something a little different here, Bob. All right, when, when it's your turn to get the list, you're going to get the big screen. Ooh. Oh. Number ten, Matt Cardona. <laughs> uh, damn <laughs> damn son <laughs> I thought the name was punk I didn't know it was Matt Cardona <laughs> anyway Matt Cardona he had a solid solid fucking year the motherfucker won seven titles I can't seven, even say nothing seven belts including the big ten pounds of gold championship, the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion Matt Cardona, before he got hurt. I I can't lie, he went on. I just hate his fucking guts, but he went on the fucking page this year. I I can't deny that. That's the thing. Like I know, I know you don't like him, but shit, he he was he was one of the best around the past year. Uh, when the fuck did he become a I just don't understand <laughs> how I just because uh. he's always ready. <sighs> he's always ready. Uh, number nine, and this is only because he lost a, a pretty good bit in the past year, but he still had a hell of a run. Jay White, who showed up in New Japan, AW, and uh, Impact all over the past year, uh, and Hog, he, and House of Glory, and Hog, <laughs> and House of Glory. Uh, he. Uh, he's added Chris Bay and Ace Austin to the Bullet Club. Uh, has been the never open weight champion and is now the current, I believe, current world champion um, over there in New Japan. So pretty strong year for Jay, but he had, he lost a lot of like six mans and other matches he probably should have lost. And that, that's why he's at number nine, but he's still in the top ten. Uh, next up is Okada uh, because of that G1. Uh, and again, 
He won he won the championship this year too. So it's hard not to have those two in this top ten. Those those are like the two best guys in New Japan right now. Mm. You got to have them there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number seven is Josh Alexander. Mm. Josh Alexander, the now two-time and current Impact World Champion, uh, has beaten Tomohiro Ishii, Minoru Suzuki, Moose, Eric Young, Jonah, PCO, and Christian Cage within the past year. And the only Impact loss he had in the past year, the singles loss, was Moose when he lost in 60 seconds after he won it. No argument there. Six is Cody Rhodes. Uh, this, uh, you know, he he captured the loss and captured the TNT Championship this year. Uh, he came to WWE and had a hell of a three matches with Seth Rollins. Won all three of them. Um, is on a pretty great run. So I'll put him at six, five, and uh, go ahead and get that button ready. Five is CM Punk. <laughs> and Mongo's list has ended, so who shall go next? <laughs> Dang. Let me explain myself. We're talking about before the, the ending date for this is 6 30, June 30th. Before all that shit happened with him and the elite and everything else. He was wrestling almost weekly against a ton of younger and experienced talent on AEW's roster and only lost to, I believe, MJF once. <laughs> Is the AEW world champion, but when and then gets injured and loses it. Uh, had one of the best matches in AW's year with the dog collar matches MJF. And he's had a lot of good matches this year, man. Shit, it was a good, it was a good comeback up until the past month and a half. He's been kicking ass. You're a fuck face. All right, I mean that's fair. Uh, next up is Bobby <laughs> Lashley because I mean, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> The most dominant U.S. champion in a very long time, and you know he, I, I don't remember the last time he's lost a match. Really, uh, he like barely lost to Brock. He, I think he was supposed to be the WWE champion before Brock got inserted into that match. Um, mm. Was original plan, and I mean, he's been on a tear over the past year. Like he's, uh, he was WWE champion when Biggie cashed in, didn't really lose any momentum, almost won it back. And now he's just – he's carrying Raw, essentially, along with Seth Rollins. Uh, those two are just on fire. By the way, Seth isn't on this list because he fucking lost all the time. Number three is Hangman Page. Got the world got the world title. Had great matches with Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson and Adam Cole. Fuck it. He's, he deserves it. Number two is John Moxley because he was gone for three months. But aside from those three months, he was all over the fucking place. He was showing up in other promotions, getting big wins. He was, even when he wasn't world champion, he uh, was damn near unbeatable. So even though he was gone for three months, it, it didn't matter. He was still one of the best in the world. 
Number one's Roman Reigns because you, you fucking know why. <laughs> Roman fucking Reigns. All right. Nah, there you go. Uh, uh, the people I don't like on your list, you got kicked off for. Yeah. So, <laughs> Oliver mentioned Oliver mentions on Moose and uh, Josh, uh, not Josh. Uh, oh, what's his name? Ring of Honor. Jonathan Gresham. Jonathan Gresham. Thank you. Those are my Oliver mentions. Oh, so I guess it's my turn now. Okay. Just how, how the order is. All right. Starting in at number 10. The man who actually I felt got number one's reign going. My number 10 is Jay Uso. During that past year, he kind of, you know, <clears throat> he got Roman's reign going. And the Usos haven't really lost. They really haven't lost. They lose the they lose a match on Raw, but when it comes time for it, they're winning. They're winning a big match. They're winning a big match. My number nine from New Japan, Sonata. He won the um. I believe it was the Neverweight Open for a minute, and then he lost it to, I believe, Tamatango, if I'm not mistaken. My number eight is Jay White. Old Blackhead was everywhere, winning matches. I said my number eight. That'd be my number seven. Jay White. Number six is Bobby Lashley, because Bobby Lashley is... Bobby Lashley. Then we have coming in at five. On top of Mox, I have Will Osprey. People might not like him, but the dude was collecting belts, holding them down, talking shit, and putting on great matches. After Will Osprey. My number four, this is the one I told you might shock you a little bit, bro. My number four on my list, <sighs> Braun Breaker. I had a feeling, honestly. I, I thought that you might be on there. Not that high, though. That's, that's kind of shocking. Braun Breaker is my number four. This was. I, I wish I can kick somebody off a, off a fan. <laughs> if you look at Braun Breaker's overall record, he's only lost four matches. Since he's been wrestling, he's only lost four matches. That, yeah. My number three... Canadian Beast, Josh Alexander. My number two, Brian Danielson. He may not have a belt. He may not have won a belt. But if you look at the amount of matches, the caliber of matches, and who he has fought, 
his first match was a fucking draw with Kenny Omega for the for the belt. <laughs> you know. Right. And it was one year ago around this time. And like Tito said, me and him were there for it. And that was a fucking banger. And we're going back again this Wednesday to see him finally win the belt. <laughs> oh, Tito, I'm also hyped because fucking we get action Bronson actually fighting. That's going to make me hype. But of course, my number one after Danielson is, you already know it, Tribal Chief. They acknowledge him. That's my top ten. Anyone with any complaints? No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Shingles doesn't Fuck care. You. Fuck you, anyway. Um, <laughs> all right, Tito. All right, so my based off. Matches, matches, promos, the impact. You breaking in and out, Tito. Tito, you going in and out? Nope. Whatever you go back to the way you were before. When you... Uh, you hear me now? Nah. Now we hear you. Right there, yeah. Nope. 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 <laughs> what about now? Nope. 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 It sounds like you. It sounds like it sounds like sound underwater. The end of it. <laughs> now you muted yourself. Oh lord! All right, while he's working on that, let's uh go ahead and have Matt do his. All right. Been over here. Editing mine, going back and forth, and all that. <laughs> Don't fucking say editing. Like it's a last rough draft to send it to your college professor. Might have grade this shit. Hey, <laughs> I wanted to sound good. I'm over here putting work into it and watching football. <laughs> so at number ten, Kenny, don't kick me off. Don't be, don't be don't be hating. Putting them right down here. Putting CM Punk at 10. <sighs> oh, shit. He did win the title. <laughs> he did wrestle. He did He did a lot, even though he is an asshole, arrogant asshole. He did put in the work to earn that money. And Shut up. That's why he's acting the way he's acting. Uh, number nine, I put Josh Alexander. He has carried impact during this time. He has been a great world champion for them. He is the face of that company. Oh, someone said Kenny's number one is CM Punk. Uh-uh. Nah, nah. I'm putting at number That's eight. Right. That's why I said, can we kick a fan off? Oh, because I saw that. Because I saw that shit. You lucky we can't kick and add fans back on. <laughs> number eight. Number eight. Even though he did lose 
the man put in so much with promos and ring psychology and getting into people's heads. I put Seth Rollins. He might not win, but he's gonna make you remember what he did. But well, we we gotta use wins for criteria. We using PWI's criteria. Uh, Seth hasn't won in like Seth hasn't won since seventeen seventy six. You know what? Fine, I will <laughs> take him off, and I will replace him because I got multiple of these over <laughs> here. I will put Lashley in his place. <laughs> yes, Matt Seth in the top ten. <laughs> The man will win one day. At this point, I just feel he like won, he's he won. He won in a clash. Yeah, I feel. I feel like at this point, he's just trying to lose his way into getting traded so he can be on NWO. I really feel like that's what he's trying to do. I'm saying we we don't mind him. You know, I don't. Mm-hmm. Kenny fucking Rollins doesn't mind having Seth freaking Rollins there. <laughs> no. Come on, Mago. Nope. Yeah. All right. Number six. Number six. I'm gonna put Mox. Like Mongo said, the dude took off for three months, but damn, he's doing it. He's being the the best employee that AEW could ever have. Even like forget about this the whole criteria. The dude is still there right now, and he's supposed to be on vacation. So. Right. He's supposed to go on six weeks vacation, bro. <laughs> he's, he's supposed to go. He was supposed to go on a six week vac- vacation. Six week vacation and CM Punk fucks it up for. I'd be fucking furious. I'd, be like, I'd, I'd kick Phil in the dick. <laughs> That's I would definitely would be like, yeah, because I'm thinking about it from this aspect. Like, yeah, him and Renee probably and put deposits down. They ain't got flights bought. Everything is booked. And now you they fuck this shit up and I gotta push everything back. Nah, somebody giving me my money back. Tony, Tony TK, somebody giving me my money back. CM Punk, somebody gotta give me my money back if I'm if that's happening. But you know what though? But this goes to this this goes to what we were saying before about how much of a class act um Mox was because even at the end of his fucking WWE contract, when they had him doing that bullshit shit, he still came out and gave it his best and did his best with it. He's a fucking professional. Mox works. The guy works. He just works. Whatever so you have, Mox, he might he might hate it, but he's gonna go to work. So Mox, that was number six. Number five, gonna put good old Matty Rhodes. What didn't he do? Um, I mean, the man basically was Mr. AEW and then decided to, to call his shot and basically told them what was going to happen, and it happened. <laughs> and he's back in WWE showing that he's no fluke. So... And he's done banger after banger in WWE and AEW. One of the first, well, he is the first major defector from AEW to WWE. So he's proven it. Number four, I'm going to have, see who did I have on here? I'm going to have, because I got multiple of these. 
Good Lord. Brian Danielson. I mean, now nah, Mox uh, quiet quit WWE for the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. He was, he was just like, yo, I'm just here because I'm getting, which I need me to do, talk to this plant. Fuck it. <laughs> they're like, they're like, we're gonna bring the shield back. Yeah, that's nice, but I'm still, I'm still leaving. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> the shield. I've I'm never gone. seen a company beg like they were, like, they were really like distraught that he was leaving. I've never seen a company like WWE, WWE ever do that for someone. Well, clearly they were right to do that because holy shit. <laughs> yeah, he's he's kept AW running for the past like three years. Holy shit. Like, good lord. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what number am I at now? Three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Three, I put Okada, Mr. New Japan, Mr. Everything. Number two, Hangman. I mean, it was him, Mox, Danielson, Punk. Unfortunately, those are kind of the, the four main people with mm-hmm. some Jericho sprinkled in there that have that has kept AEW going while Kenny Omega has been uh, getting put back together. And then number one, you all know who it is. Y'all's Acknowledge favorite. him. <laughs> Acknowledge him. Matty Reigns. May he forever reign. And the way it's going, if y'all didn't hear uh, WWE has decided to book themselves into the biggest corner of all time because they don't know how to get the belts off this nigga without him they, losing. <laughs> they they, they want to go into WrestleMania with two champions. With, well, with two. But but guess what? They, they, they don't, don't want Roman, want to, Roman lose. to lose. But Roman is the unified. He's the WWE Unified Universal Champion, or whatever the hell they're calling it. He's all that. So something's got to happen. All you do, and I, here's my theory for that, all you do is have him get cashed in on, not by theory, but when Kevin Owens beats Theory for the briefcase. No. I've seen either. I All the scenarios, I haven't seen nothing with a cash-in for some reason. So I guess they're just like, that just tells us, Cashing is gonna fail. Apparently, I guess so. it doesn't matter. Why don't they do a triple threat and have him not get pinned? Exactly. Now, they're trying like, to come they're, up with all other convoluted plans. They're <laughs> like, oh, they're gonna have Triple H come out and just tell Roman that he has to defend. He can't. He has to defend one or the other. You can't have both of them. And Roman's just gonna be like, well, you know, Roman cares about the Universal Title more than anything. That's the title he's had the longest. But that's like even then, that kind of makes Roman look kind of weak because he's like, "Oh, I don't care about this title." Well, no, because if you're truly the tribal chief and you rule everything, you're not going to give up any type of title. So they've booked themselves into this corner. Who is going to who? How are they going to get another champion? We'll see. All I know is it's probably going to be this belt. So I'll be glad when I get to see this on TV again. All right, Mike, you up, partner? Or oh, Tito, you fixed it, um, Mike? Y'all can hear me? Yeah, yeah perfect. All right. So what I was saying was, fuck the PWI rules. My shit is, 
promos. No. Impact. No, don't all fuck the no. I don't care about wins and losses. Oh my god. No, I killed I had to kill Seth off of my list. Great. <laughs> Mike's up next. <laughs> Might as well pick me off too, because yeah, I'm god a damn. We had we had a rules to follow. Fuck the rules. I the, fuck the rules, okay? Well, three of us went by the rules. All right, well, God damn it. Doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore, so it's just three of us. Right. All right, well. <laughs> oh, look at that. Our world champion didn't follow the rules. Uh, wait, I'm now the new no. interim UTR. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we we weren't doing that. You know we don't believe in no interim around here. <laughs> so number ten, I got even though he's a tag wrestler, to me he he's been standing out as a singles wrestler. Dax Harwood. That's 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 a good pick. That's a good fucking pick. That's a good fucking pick. Good start. Uh, number nine, I got MJF. Eight, I Me. got Jay White. Right. Let me see. Seven, I got Danielson. Number six, I got Melo. To me, Melo is the star of 2.0. Okay. Breaker, That's... All those other dudes. It's Melo. Melo don't That's miss, a... baby. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I feel like you got a pretty strong list so far. Number five, right. <laughs> Josh Alexander. Okay. Because like, like we all agree, Josh has been the face <laughs> of impact since he has gotten that belt. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, number four, I got Moxley. Okay. Number three, I got Seth. I don't care about the wins and losses, like I said. <laughs> number two, I got Will Ospreay. Okay. Like like Kenny pointed out earlier, that man was collecting belts and putting on shows everywhere. Then obviously number one, we already know who it is. Tribal all Chief. Right. I mean uh, I mean I, yeah. I, all right. I yeah, can't yeah, argue yeah. you release except for Seth. I, I, I was about to say, like except for Seth, that uh, you, you follow the rules pretty much perfectly. Uh <laughs> right. That's pretty that's that's a pretty good top ten. Uh, yeah, that like Dax it. that Dax to start off was a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. Very different. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> shit. All right. Besides, shit. yeah. Pick somebody else besides Seth. We make Matt kick Seth off. You got to pick somebody else besides Seth. Um, Tito, you got to kick one other person besides Seth. We made Matt kick. Seth. Bobby Lashley. All right. Okay. Cool. There you go. <laughs> Seth, your honorable mention, bro. Fine. Fine. I want to be fucking difficult. No, I fuck that. Difficult. Difficult, bitch. We gave you rules. I said we were doing this shit yesterday. You could do this in two days. See, he said fuck rules. Now, oh, now watch. All right, fuck rules. Lose, lose your belt. There's a fucking <laughs> pay per view. There's a pay per view next week for Impact, and I know your ass ain't been watching. <laughs> In the I know you are. In my shack voice, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I <laughs> know right. your ass ain't been watching. All right, All right. 2004 Lakers this shit. <laughs> right. 
He's gonna he's gonna Billy Gun this shit. Right. Hey, I am part of the longest reigning. Uh, I I'm one part of the longest reigning champ. So all y'all kiss my ass except him. <laughs> We was a champ. Right. We was we was fucking six months champ. Damn it. This right. my went to sleep. I don't give a fuck. That ain't my fault. I'm that. Right. That ain't my fault. Mongo couldn't sneeze. That's why I'm still the only person I can bind these them things. You know what, Mama. <laughs> you, know what? Be, you know what? You know what? I will follow the rules. I'm, give me one second. You see how I advocate for you, Mongo? I appreciate it. I don't give a shit. I try to keep this shit nice and civil, and Mike hey. be a piece of shit. Listen, motherfucker, Shing Shingles doesn't care. All right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you see who my name is, Mike Champa. I'm a fucking Mike Champa. But Yo. anyway, <laughs> fine. Mongo couldn't. Mongo couldn't sneeze. <laughs> 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 Y'all going to hell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> too fair. Mongo going right. Mongo go too because he laughing. Right. He laughing myself. He didn't sneeze, oh, but he shit. shot a lot. They're going to talk about that part. That part. That part's private. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Start your list off, baby. All right. So, honorable mention, I'll put Seth. Okay. I'll put him in honorable mention. Um, Thank you. He is the workhorse of WWE. Um, he has had two of the best, been part of two of the best feuds of this year, for sure, with Cody Rhodes and uh, Riddle. Number 10, I'm putting Melo at number 10. Melo is money. Melo is ready for the main roster. Um, like Tito said, I like Gron, but I like Melo more. Um, number nine, Jay White, IWGP champion, a heavyweight champion. Um, he bounced, he's bouncing around from Impact to New Japan. You know, he he's done a lot of shit. Um, number eight, Cody. Like Matt said, you know, he's the first high-profile defector. And Kobe is the epitome of what a WWE superstar should look like. Like, he just fits WWE. Like, he is a WWE wrestler. Like, he was always the outsider of AEW to me. So, he's back where he belongs. And once he's healthy, (laughs) that belt... Is gonna be on him. Um, number seven, I got Hangman. Oh, Hangman had won me over over the past year. Um, I always thought before his title reign he was kind of meh, but Hangman's a star. 
he's a star, man. Um, and yeah, he, he won me over with his title reign. Number six, lastly, dude has had an incredible year. Um, you know, he he's the veteran guy who, if you need him to be a heel, he'll do a great job as a heel. If you need him to be a baby face and hold down your mid card for your brand, he can do that as he's doing right now. Like Bobby is like last he's great. Like he went through a lot of bullshit in his in his return to WWE, but over the past couple years, the man has just been awesome. Um, number five, Okada. You know, if you win that grueling G1 tournament, you automatically gotta be in the top five, in my opinion. Number Not only four. that, he, he said, I'm not going to do this shit like everybody else does. I'm calling my shot. Fuck defending the briefcase. Fuck you. <laughs> you got to love it. You got to appreciate it. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, like I'm like i not going to lie. Like, I, I like Okada now. <laughs> like, it took, a, it took me a while, but I like Okada. Like, I understand Okada more now than I did, let's say, four or five years ago. Um, number four, I got Gresham. Uh, he held down, he held down ROH for a, for a long minute, man. Uh, like Gresham, God, Gresham, I, I hate how he, I hate how he lost that belt. Uh, fucking Tony Khan, but whatever. But Gresham is gold, man. Number three, I have John Moxley. Like you guys have stated, he's a professional beyond professional. Um, the man is a workhorse. Uh, whatever you need Mox to do, he's going to do it. And like I said, he's my Cincinnati brethren, so I'm biased. So he's going to be in my top three. Number two, I have Josh Alexander. The man has just been, he's been a great fucking champ. He's had some fucking wars. Um, for example, his match with uh, Jacob Fatu, which I need to see again. Um, the man is just incredible, and we all know who number one is. I I don't need to say more about that. So he's a tribal chief, <clears throat> and he's going to be number one next year. <laughs> I see everybody has Cody on their list. I couldn't put Cody because he had three three matches. Well, um, Tito, you didn't have Cody. But I couldn't put Cody on my list because he had three matches in WWE. It's not about just WWE, though. It's, it's from last J- July to, to, to June. He didn't have that many matches to me. To me, he didn't have that many matches. He did a lot of talking and had the big feud at their pay-per-views, but he didn't have that many matches to me. I could that's why I couldn't put Cody in my list. And then like I said, WWE he had three. I don't think he had I don't think he had ten matches. I think his last in that time frame. Last match. You don't think he had 10 were, matches since he joined WWE? You don't think he had 10 matches for this I time? I think his last match was Sammy and then 
He took that little couple of months off, and then WWE. He right, I don't. Black. Well, if you feed up Malachi Black, what you call Sammy. it? And then that was it. You know, you know with Andrade, right? Like he he had a few. He had, he had enough for me to put him on there along with. He had a TNT title reign, didn't he? He did. Mm-hmm. I I, 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 I don't think he has. With like, I think he's got 10 wins in WWE just since coming back. How? He did wrestle it, on Raw. He wrestled on Raw. Yeah. He was on TV. <clears throat> yeah, because we had Matty Rose versus Matty Miz in an all Matty matchup. <laughs> I don't even remember him having 10 matches in WWE. I do not remember that shit. I think he beat Gable at one point because they love to use Gable as that yeah. kind of oh he could possibly beat someone. Yeah, he he faced Miz, Gable, probably Gable needs Gable Gable needs a Gable needs a run. I think you theory. Gable too. needs a mid card run. He needs a <laughs> mid, Gable needs a mid card run. People don't realize how good that fucking shoes, please. How good that shoe shit is. That shit is gold. That's up there with the Miz's. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. People don't realize that's that's something. And Gable can fucking wrestle. Gable can really fucking wrestle. I I I really would like to see Gable with a. You know what? You don't. You know what they've done with him. It's kind of like what they've done with Seth. Like. Yeah, I mean, him and Otis lose, but they don't look like he doesn't look bad losing. He's going to give you a fire ass match, like you said. He's already with with the uh, with the shoosh, you know, just his promos. He's going to draw instant heat because of that. Like that dude is great. Like him and Gargano had a fucking fire ass match this past Monday night. Oh yeah. Damn near twenty, damn near twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. And shit like that is is that match right there, and the past couple matches that Gable has had, that is like the epitome of Trips's imprint. You can lose but not look weak. You know, you know who Gable is. He's the new Dolph. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The new Dolph, baby. He the new. Instead of his dog tap, it's gonna be his gable tap. His mm. shoes, please. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Gable is really, really fucking good. Really good. I need to have a mid card. Uh, what you call it? A mid card title on Gable at he's some gonna, point. He's gonna be that guy that can. Wherever you put him, it's gonna make sense. Like nothing's gonna be too beneath him. It's gonna be oh, he's being stupid. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, now he's he's in the ice. He's in the mid card title picture. Okay, cool. Oh, he's in the tag title picture. Okay, we remember him being that. And if they really want to do something to make us really be shocked, he can be in the world title picture, or he could go down to NXT and do that. But he's always gonna have a job in in WWE because he's. Versatile. 
That's all it is. He can do anything. That's true. That's good. Well, fellas, I honestly think this is surprising. I <laughs> do our list in under two hours. Right. Holy shit. Anything else you guys want to um talk about before we um hop out of here tonight? Uh, we got new women's tag champs. Damage new women's <laughs> oh, damage control the new women's tag champ and the other big champ, baby Oos, is sending Mellow up to the main roster as he has beat Mellow for the North American NXT North American Championship. It was a great way to tie in how the bloodline got all, all to go. go. So he knew right off, right off the bat, if I'm going, if I'm aligning myself with y'all, I gotta be, I can't be showing up without no goal, and that's gonna put the pressure on Sammy. Sammy, you are honorary Oos, and you ain't got no goal, brother. And you know what? I gotta give us credit as a podcast because we called this shit how long ago? We booked this shit how long ago? We said it. Uso's bloodline take all the fucking gold. Well, Trish mm-hmm. uh, ain't gonna do nothing too stupid. Trish has common sense. He isn't like Vince. Right, right. It, it it makes sense. Like you, like we knew as soon as he showed up at at Clash at the Castle that Solo was gonna be a huge deal. And now with with them intertwining. With, with them basically rebranded, not rebranded, but, but you know, the black, white, and gold and stuff. He can be interwoven into NXT and SmackDown or Raw with that belt. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard, um, what you call it? If Solo wins that belt, is it going to Fridays to SmackDown? Yeah, yeah. They said, yep, they said that as the show was, uh, as they were going off. Um, and, and they, they can, they could do that. Hell. <laughs> The Usos bounce back and forth from Raw to SmackDown every week. Not even. The beginning of Kevin Owens' main roster career, he was coming back and forth with the NXT championship. Yeah, I mean, he can do it. It's well, all. Yeah. He can He can do it. It's just, this is a great way to have Melo be brought up because Melo is going to chase that title. That's mm-hmm. how he's going to show up on the main roster because he's like, no, I want my get back. Mhm. Yeah. That ain't he ain't getting no get back on the main roster, bro. You about to get jumped by a bunch of Samoans. <laughs> <laughs> about to get jumped by a bunch of Samoans, cause uh. Monday night mellow, baby. Or they, or this is what they gonna probably do. Yeah, he gonna go. He ain't got beat, and now he gonna him and Trick going. Yeah, they gonna be on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Gonna, him and Solo, him and Solo aren't gonna cross paths. Until probably after they had the draft. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. And then that'll be the callback when we see them look at each other all crazy. You'll be like, I ain't forget. Melo don't forget. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you got tricking it back. Yeah, Melo don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> I love that me and Justin are Melo and Trick. And Justin is mellow. <laughs> Monday night mellow. You, you had Monday night Rollins. 
Hey, now we got Monday Night Mellow. It just makes sense. Oh, that's gonna right. be great. That's gonna be a good ass match. Mellow gonna get his head caved in. He all know. Nah, nah, nah. We all know Mellow's first feud is Mellow's first feud is gonna be Miz. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm just saying, like when we see that is gonna be the promo. Oh yeah, you used to be Monday Night Rollins. Well, it's Monday Night Mellow, and that's when he's just gonna be like, oh. <laughs> He gonna get his shit. He gonna underneath the damn He gonna stomp him braids into a fro. Gonna stomp the fucking brain right out his head. Trick just gonna be like, mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. He do trip right from my head. Hercules, man, low, man, low, man, low, man, low. But um, yeah, like we said, we got a uh, next week. You know, we got uh, next week. Next week, we do have a pay per view, folks. So Mike will be putting his belt on the line. So, like we said, and like I said, nigga, I know you ain't been watching. <laughs> I got, the, I got the champion's advantage. Goddamn it, is a tie. Right. Oh, oh yes. Goddamn tie with impact. That is likely to happen. <laughs> now nah, with Impact, we don't fucking know. Impact will have somebody like Speedball be Josh Alexander out the blow. Yeah, that's how they I love say. them swerves. Fuck, Ooh. fuck the fuck, fuck the. Uh, well, we ain't got to worry about Ooh. it's the fall of Mike. Okay, it's the fall of. It's Mike. still, it's still summer. It's still about to be Maddie Rains. Hey, summer hey, fall starts <laughs> next Thursday. And by the time we're on this podcast, the fall of Mike Chappa will begin. Baby. Yeah, the fall. Yeah, the fall. Yeah, yeah he said do, it. Do he said the fall. The, not the fall. Yeah, the fall. Hold, on, hold on. Yeah, hold come on. on. Bring it. Big bad booty bag. My do y'all see this? I'm whipping y'all asses. Man. Ooh, we haven't had a fan bring in. Bringing any uh picks in a long time. I'm saying, (laughs) Reggie, somebody coming for your viewers' championship, Reggie. What you gonna do about that? When it comes to ass whippings, we are equal. (laughs) Lord, where's that banner? Where's that banner? Oh, no, no, she thought she said she's coming for the title. Fuck it. Nah, you got to you got to you got to rephrase that. Y'all you got to rephrase it. You get equal opportunity prediction ass whoopings. Exactly. There we go. The there we go. Thanks, 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 Maddie Rain. No, don't get your ass whooped, okay? Don't get your ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Reggie. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! Challenge! <laughs> Challenge! 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 Bring on our challenges! In the words Good of the grief. Rock, you don't get your monkey asses whipped. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 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 oh, 
suki suki now. It's getting spicy. I see. Well, ladies and gentlemen, please join us next week so we can put in predictions so we can see the shit that's about to go down. Don't forget to follow us at facebook.com slash under the ring pod and twitch.tv slash under the ring pod. Um, as you know, we air on Thursdays. Okay. <laughs> Don't forget to follow each of us on Twitter. You got, of course, the main man, the man that needs the clicks. Follow this man, Greg Bush SK. Follow me if you want to just talk about some dumb shit and see a couple of wrestling, wrestling pitches. Follow this man if you want to talk about anything from how to keep your beard fresh to why the police are doing people wrong in the streets. Follow this man, <laughs> Mr. Fresh Beard. If you want to know the right brewing company to take a sip from, you follow this man right here, the right answer. If you want to know Anything about the NYC street team, you follow this man right here, Bariel Mariente. And don't forget, we got a special guest that comes in and pops in every now and then. Our boy that writes for News 13 down in Augusta, Georgia. Our boy, Justin, follow him. Don't forget, 839-ish, follow the damn Facebook page so you don't miss out on what we do. And thank you for joining us. Join us next week when we got predictions. And it looks like we got a fight between Big Bad Booty Batty and Mr. Big Silk Double O Zero. So, and Reggie. Anyone else, and, and anyone else that wants to join in? Listen. Viewer picks. You join Fatal in. Fred, you listen. Fatal Four Way. Fatal Five Way. Listen. Six Pack if, Challenge. And for the viewers. If you can predict two correct pay-per-views in a row and you become champion two pay-per-views in a row, UTR has a little bit of merchandise we can send out to you. Yes, All sir. Right? UTR has some merchandise we can send out. So you have to win one title as a viewer and defend it for the next pay-per-view and keep it. If you can do that, UTR has some merch for you. Thank you for joining us, folks. We'll see you next time. Frank Tom.